Welcome back. 8 o'clock hour. Jay Binkley. James produced the operation. Jason Nivens. Also, the rock. also known as Diego. Because that's Spanish for James. Thank you. Hamish. Scottish. Uh, I think uh, the audience might know this one. The Irish variant form of James is Seamus. Like the wrestler. Seamus. I think I think that might be I it. I remember Seamus like, for James like, when he James, was coming out of don't uh, get me Florida wrong. State. I mean... You know, there's a lot of people that use different names. You think Bob Fesco's real name is Bob Fesco? I bet it's Robert. It's not. It's Robert. It, that is right. I just said Robert. <laughs> <laughs> I I might have to go ahead and hit that name change. I think I think you're okay. You're you're just getting your you're, you're I, I, just getting launched off in the radio career. You think it's really Cody Tap? Come on. I'm pretty sure it is. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Do you really think it's C dot. I'm pretty it's sure a, it is. It's a nickname. <laughs> Carrington it's Harrison Carrington. is his name. I know. Hey, you think it's what? Dusty Likens? No, it's Dustin. Dustin. <laughs> werewolf. <laughs> he doesn't do it anymore. He dropped it. He dropped werewolf. He dropped. He dropped. I, 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 I'm upset about that. He's always dirty werewolf <laughs> to me. But uh, or Jameson in English. The uh, <laughs> you would ask me when, when to expect uh, title runs. Yeah, and no, a, no, a drought, a, a, not a, a drought. It's a drought. We're, in, we're in a run right well, now. If it would be a different head coach, because Reed was not going to stick around for ten years, right? I don't think that's reasonable to say that. So you'd be shifting gears, uh, but it have to be somebody Mahomes oriented. Mahomes will run this offense eventually. Here, I know that Andy Reed's the head coach now. Are we going to see a Pete Rose situation with Mahomes? Is he going to do a, no, a player no, coach? No, thing? No. <laughs> I don't think so. But here, I mean, Manning kind of took over. I mean, they had offensive coordinators wherever he went, but he he was calling his own plays. Sure, and he would do that. And trust me, Mahomes probably knows more about offense than the way things go. And the, the fact that he's worked so closely with Andy Reed, I, no, I clearly think he knows a lot about football. What, maybe more than than Kyle. Well, Shan- I think he's Shanahan to the point since. now that you just turn it over to him with two minutes, and you say you call what you want to call, but and let him do it because he's out there, he's playing, he's in the field of the game, and you just let him do whatever he wants. But now, in hold on, in 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 for those that just tuned in, I asked Bink before the last break. New England had the back to back championship that we've been referencing since the Chiefs went back to back two thousand four two thousand five. Nine teams have done it, only eight franchises. Right. And then it went, and then they went on a ten year drought where they didn't win. In that 10-year drought, they did lose to the New York Giants twice. They lost to Spags. Lost to Spags. Then they ended up winning it in 2015. So if the Chiefs go on a 10-year run where they go to the Super Bowl, only two of those 10 years, but they lose both, do you foresee that? Do you see this? You foresee a potential same situation with Mahomes and the Chiefs and Reed as no. you had with Brady, the Patriots, no. and Belichick? No. No? The reason is why? The reason is when they've proved six years in a row to go to the FC title. It's here's pretty the thing, wild. It's pretty wild. But here's the thing, though. When you're doing that, you're putting a lot of mileage on. Right. You're putting a lot of mileage on the car. And I get it. Only four guys that were here before Mahomes, Jones, Kelsey, Winchester, Butker. It's going to be a different cast each and every time. Right. We know that. So not everybody in your team, and the rosters are flipped so much, so it's not everybody in your team playing 17 games plus you know, a postseason all the way to the Super Bowl. Mahomes is, though. Mahomes is. Kelsey has been. Jones has been. And you're putting all that mindless because he's basically played a whole extra season is, is what he's done. Uh-huh. But when you play to the wall and other teams and players are in Cancun in January, mm-hmm. resting their bodies, the Chiefs are out in minus 27-degree weather playing football games. Mm-hmm. And they're grinding. Right. I mean, the other teams were resting on vacation. 
They were playing Miami. Then they were going to Buffalo and playing a tough game. They were playing the Baltimore. Then they're going to play in the Super Bowl. I mean, it, it is tough game after tough game after tough game. It challenges them mentally. So, okay, what do you expect? Well, when you go to six straight AFC title games, it means you know how to win when it counts. Mm-hmm. So you can never count a team out like that. Mm-hmm. And, again, they beat the number two, the number three, the number four, the number six scoring offenses in the NFL. They beat the number one, the number three, the number four scoring defenses. So it means it doesn't matter. It right. doesn't matter if you're scoring 30 points. They've found other ways to win. They don't need to score 30 points a game. They've proven they can win. They can win with bad receivers that led the league into drops. <laughs> right. They, they can win with everything. I think, Here, honestly, every Olympic cycle of four years, mm. right, what do you expect? I don't know. I think the Chiefs, it's reasonable to expect them one out of every three years to actually be in the Super Bowl. Be, okay. Uh, they, they're going to go, and they'll, they'll lose another one. It'll yeah. happen. But one out of every three years. So if Mahomes plays another nine years, let's say, which he'll play more than that, let's say he plays there. Here's the thing. He's, he's so young. He's still 28. Mm-hmm. And I like to bring this up. Like Steve Young, he, he had a Hall of Fame career, right? You nothing know, you nothing know he, happened until the latter part of his career. 32 to 38. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It was a six-year span. When, Mahomes, when, when, Mahomes, when Montana went down. Yeah. Yeah. Mahomes hadn't even hit that mark yet. So if Mahomes goes another 10 years, goes to 38, which I think he goes longer than that, I'd say he goes under 12 years. Well, so, here's, so that would mean he would go to at least three more, four more, maybe win two more. Three, it would be reasonable. But I don't know if you look at his trajectory, he's already better but on a better path than Brady. So absolutely. Say, because to your point, I'm going to get to this real quick. Brady won the first one in 2002 over St. Louis, uh, now, now L.A. Rams, by a field goal. The next season, Tampa Bay beat Oakland. New England wasn't even in the playoffs that year. They didn't even make the playoffs. Then the next season is when they went. They won again over Carolina. And they won the next season over Philadelphia. Then they went on that ten-year drought. And I'd be curious to know, you know, the year that Indianapolis beat Chicago, or the year that Pittsburgh beat Arizona, or the year that New Orleans beat Indianapolis, or the year that Green Bay beat Pittsburgh, uh, or you know, and before the the year that the Giants lost the, that that beat. The Giants beat New England. I'm curious to know where New England was in those playoff runs. Well, they, 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 they won 11 straight divisions. I mean, they were right there. The one year they didn't was that year that they didn't make the playoffs was uh, the year Matt Castle had to take over Ooh. when the Chiefs hurt Tom Brady. Right. And, Pollard hit Tom Brady because then Matt Castle, but he won 11 games, but they didn't make the postseason right. that year. But here, here, here's the thing about it. Well, when you get to the point, and I mean, I'm sure there's some, there's some you know, stuff going on with Mahomes. You know, thinking about Brady. Yeah. Let me put it this way. If Peyton Manning, his wife or his mom and dad never met. Arch and his mom and Peyton's mom never met. They never had Peyton and Eli. Tom Brady would probably have 10 Super Bowls. No, right. Sure. I mean, <laughs> sure. They, they, he lost them. He lost Eli twice. Right. He lost the Peyton several times, did not make the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So with no Mannings, is he sitting with 10? But here's the other <laughs> thing to think about. <laughs> Bizarro so Brady, world. So sure. Brady's got seven. But here's the thing. My question is, how close is Mahomes really to Brady? And the answer is extremely. Here's the example. That 2018 AFC title game. Brady wins because D Ford's offsides. Brady goes on the next game in the Super Bowl, plays the Rams team that was nowhere near the Rams team that was the Chiefs played earlier that year where they scored 50 points when both of them scored over 50, right? Uh-huh. I think the Chiefs win in the rematch. All right, so, so we think about this. So Mahomes has three rings right now. Brady has seven. So if the Chiefs end up winning and D Ford's <laughs> onsides, not offsides, uh-huh. let's say let's say Mahomes now has four rings. 
Brady would have six and not seven, right? Because there would have been Mahomes in the Super Bowl, not Brady. Right. So now we're looking at only six to four between Brady and Mahomes. And then that one with Brady, obviously, in the Super Bowl with the Bucks against Mahomes, that was one where it was like it was like a two a, a plus two going in the wrong direction because Brady won one and Mahomes lost one. But had in the Chiefs Buccaneers handled that game. But what I'm saying is, had they not done it, had they not done it, hmm. had the Chiefs won that game, hmm. Mahomes and Brady would be tied with five. Potentially. Two games. Two games separate. All I'm saying. Potentially. When, when Brady beat Mahomes at Arrowhead uh-huh. and D Ford is offside. Right. You take Brady's ring away and that he's only got six instead of seven. But that but that's that's assuming I'm the just Chiefs saying. beat the, but, but who, the the Rams. It is that feasible right now to honestly say but remember, Mahomes could be tied with Brady with five sure. Super Bowl rings right now, and that's not a huge stretch. That is not a huge stretch it's, whatsoever. It's, when you think about oh, Brady's the goat, you can never get to him. I'm just saying a couple games go a different direction. Right. Mahomes and Brady are sitting both with five rings. I got curious, like, like a, a, a movie analogy, and I started to type it into the, the search engine, and it, 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 it filled it out for me. Did Rocky ever beat Apollo? He lost to him once, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, Rocky. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know I, Rocky movies? I do know Rocky movies. I can't remember. Did he lose to him early on? Like the first <laughs> one he lost to him, didn't He's he? Ne- he? Rocky never beat Apollo. He never did? Never did. How many times did you lose to him? Twice? A couple times. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's he beat Paula once. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if Mahomes gets six rings, let's just for S S and Giggles, we say he gets the seventh ring. Is he neck and neck with Brady? Or does Brady have the edge? Because Brady beat him. And then oh. and didn't just beat him. Brady yeah. beat him. Well, that would be out there. He beat him. Okay. But do you agree with me? Is, is, I, it's is, is funny as we're saying I mean, it. Mahomes it, is 28. There's a bizarro world we can change it's, everything it's around. It's completely bizarre world. But right. it's it's feasible. It I'm not is. saying anything that's like a like Bigfoot walking here or a UFO. I'm saying it is tangible at 28 years old. But you know what? But, think Mahomes but you know what Brady could have did? five rings and Tom Brady have five rings. Sure. Can you imagine him having five rings at 28 years old? But does, but does, can you imagine does, what he would do to the sports landscape <laughs> and people talking about if he had five rings at 28 years old. Imagine. Oh, it would be. Imagine. We're already having the conversation. Imagine if he had five rings at 28. But, but, but. You might as well, you know, make an NFL logo and have him on it like uh, Jerry West in the NBA. But, but, uh, but Giselle worked wonders on Brady's diet and, and, you know, he obviously like didn't eat meat for a thousand years. Does Mahomes start changing his diet as he gets late, later no. on in his career? Hell or no. or is it Whataburger and Coors oh, Light till on, the man. end? <laughs> Whataburger and Coors Light, man. <laughs> right? Like, I'm just saying, like, like I, I am. 300-pound Mahomes will still beat you. <laughs> I am so intrigued. He'll still be fast. <laughs> I'm so intrigued. Oh, he, you know, he has game speed. He, he even says he, he's not fast there at you all. Go. Brady got to play in the Super Bowl at home, too. True. He, it's not like they played at Arrowhead. Oh, he lost in Rocky one by decision. He beat Apollo in Rocky three by getting off Apollo. the mat in ten count. So he won by knockout. It, so he did we, beat Apollo. Hold on, hold on. I think you're right. He did come back and beat him. Who? It was a big. It was a big fight. I don't know who, who was better. I, I know he's one to know against Drago. <laughs> he did. The, uh, oh, I thought you were talking about Apollo. I was like Apollo did not fare well no, against Drago. No, Rocky. Yeah. I guess that is right. He did, he did. So we beat him a second time. Okay. So yeah, because they get the rematch. Right. Yeah. But so so again, I go back to remember like, Tommy Morrison. Those. Yeah. 
We Remember had, when that was a big thing in Kansas City? There, there was a lot of but, and Foreman. He's like another franchise here. But Foreman, George Foreman, talked about it. like he was. He had a potential to be really, really talented, and I think just got a little yep. derailed. You know, which happens sometimes to athletes. But I, I, it, I, it was I will, fun though. The big fights, the Kemper, and everything. I think, yeah, I do think it would be interesting just to kind of see where this trajectory goes. I, I think at this point though, a three peat is not impossible. Why do you think it's funny and not talked about? The fact that you know he beats him in that Super Bowl, and then D Ford's not off sides. We're talking about Brady and Mahomes each having five rings, and Mahomes being twenty years old. That that is not talked about. That is not talked about how damn close he is and could be to Tom Brady's majestic number of seven. Uh How close Mahomes? He'd be tied with him, and certainly he's going to win another one before he's done. And then it would be him all alone. It's just amazing if you think about how close, damn close Mahomes is to uh, woulda, coulda, shoulda. I know. If some butts were candy and nuts. Yeah, I'm looking over the, uh, the, the how, how close New England got to a three-peat, right? And they they won the first round against Jacksonville, but then they got knocked out by Denver. And, and New England was the fourth seed that year, even though they won their uh, their division, their conference. Coming up next, I do want to switch gears to the draft because I'm kind of curious where you're sitting. I'll let you know what other people are saying about the Chiefs in the draft because it, it, it's mainly in one direction with a certain position and then others saying the Chiefs don't need that position. And I'm like going nuts about it. we talk about that next. Hey, welcome back. Jay Binkley. James producing Operation Nivens 98.9 The Rap. I'm sorry. Seamus. Yeah. Seamus. I don't know if he likes that. I love it. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Do you, do you remember though the uh, the names for like like suck for luck when he was coming out of the draft? Like teams to suck for luck, and then it was, <laughs> and then we we coined uh, Seamus for Jameis back in the day when Jameis was going to be, you know, high profile. You had to get uh, Seamus. Okay, I don't know. Okay, well, anyway, it was just something stupid we did. Okay, but it was, it's about <laughs> mock drafts and hold everything. Hold on, hold on, wait. We do a lot of stupid we, things no, around here. We, 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 we do a lot of stupid things around here. Thing. We just had fun with Seamus for Jameis. Uh, Diego, I don't know if you know this, because that's also the other one. Uh, we do a lot of stupid things around here, so just hang tight. This, no, but the, this, this has been, been one of the greatest shows I've, I've been a part of so far. <laughs> good. good. i, I got to be honest. It's been amazing. Good, man. Good. Ah. Good. It's uh, Bink and Nivens at night. I'm telling you, it's, it's, got, a, a, it's got a ring to it. It's got a je ne sais quoi, if you will. It's an unusual... A mixture of rock and sports. What I think is important, though, if AM and FM. I have been up a lot driving to work to the farm, and I listen to a lot of overnight radio because I get up out of the house and I leave before five o'clock a lot of times in the morning. You milk cows? No, 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 no. I you just should. I'm doing some. Uh, you ever milk I'm, I'm doing some. some I'm doing some demo. You your hands on those teats. I'm dimming. I'm doing some demo slash remodel work to help my mother-in-law get moved in in a couple few weeks, <gasps> and I will tell you. The one thing that I cannot stand is when radio people talk over each other and it happens where you lose the conversation because it just sounds like a bunch of six-year-olds talking at the same time. Sure. It's very important, I think, for those that are aspiring to get into this business that you understand every now and again, you got to shut up and let the other person talk. What if a goat? (laughs) God, I love... Give me the... No, no, give me the goat scream. You know, the ones that... No, not that one. The one that's like, <laughs> let me find it real quick. Can, you know how to. Uh, is Mahomes this? You need to get the. 
You need to get the goat scream that's like in the Bon Jovi song. Why did Pacheco have a goat scream? Somebody gave it to him. Somebody gave him the goat. All right, so here we go. Can you bring me up? Uh, can you bring up? Let me make sure this. Okay, can you bring up my uh, my audio in here at all on the computer? Can you do that, Seamus? You know how to control the audio in here? On my uh, computer end? I wish we knew how to do this. I don't know how to do this at all. What's it under? I don't know. I'm just bringing it up. Oh. Living on a Prayer, Goat Edition, Bon Jovi. YouTube. That's what I'm trying to bring up. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to hear this. It's fantastic. The Screaming Goat. It's amazing. <laughs> that's not it. That's the... That's the no way. It's the Elway one. It's Elway after carrying the Super is, Bowl is trophy. There, is there no... Is there no way to control this in here? You walk down the deal with get had the Super Bowl trophy with you, remember? Do you not know how to do it? Are you training these? There it is! That's the one. Living on a prayer, goat edition, Bon Jovi, YouTube. Bring it up. It's got three and a half million views. That's, I love that scream right there. I'm looking, I'm telling you, if you can figure out the way play my audio. We're, we're, and this is also the second thing that I can't stand about radio is when you ask for some audio help and you don't get it and then you just sound like an income poop uh, trying to get some things going on. Anyway. Thanks, everybody. Mock drafts. Thanks. We do Character Concerns podcast. Yes. Have you listened to that yet? Uh, Yeah. Really? No. Now, hey, why not? Because I see you guys. Everybody's doing it. Because I everybody's I, downloaded. It is is very difficult for me to squeeze. Wherever things you get in. your podcast, it's right. at six ten sports dot com. You're right. You're right. It's I, the four thirty five podcast network. Character concerns. It's it, it's a clever name. Chris Nocero and I put out because it's a draft thing. But he's got character concerns. I have uh, I have failed you. You have character concerns. I I don't think I do. I think you have few. No, I'm pretty sure that I after I got married and had kids and all that, I, I cleaned up a lot of my character. You got a few character concerns, but bottom line, <laughs> what are you talking about? As we sit here right now, because yeah. these mocks, we, we Chris and I, the reason I say the the character concerns, we let you know what everybody's selecting. We go through all the, the different mock drafts and who's got who, because you see the trends, right? And a lot of times, I think people copy off each other too. They'll see certain yeah. names and, and they get it, but you know when Kuiper puts somebody out there and stuff like that, or Matt Miller or something, we like to to bring it up, but. The trends is what I like. Okay. Receivers or you go in linemen or you go in or corners. The funny thing is when I see these mock drafts, I have the Chiefs getting like Nate Wiggins. And I even saw like Kool-Aid McKinstry a couple weeks ago. And I don't think he's going to fall that far for corners. Mm-hmm. It's like the Chiefs ain't going corner. Yeah. And this is the year. And I keep hearing, all right, this, <laughs> as we've been putting on this podcast all year, and we put this thing out every Tuesday, by the way, character concerns. And we've been doing this for a year now. It's been over a year now. We've been mm-hmm. doing this for the draft. It's a Chiefs draft special and because it was in Kansas City, and we just kept it going. And we'd look at matchups with receivers because everybody, you know. So we want receiver. I want This is a receiver draft. What do the Chiefs need? Wide receivers. And I know that the, you get the comments in, well, the Chiefs have proven they can win Super Bowls without them. True. I, but how easy do you want things and how tough do you want things? Do you want to go mow your lawn with one of those uh, lawnmowers that don't have a motor? You know, the old school. I know they are. I, I had one or for a while. Or do you want one with gas? Fantastic. You know, how do you want it? Do you want it easier for Mahomes? He's the Ferrari. You put gas in the Ferrari. I want receivers. These This class is loaded. 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, you know, 210 pounds, 220 pounds. Keon Coleman, 6'4". Troy Franklin, you know, sitting at 6'3". Malik Neighbors, over 6'2". Xavier Worthy from Texas, the fastest guy in the draft. A.D. Mitchell, 6'4". At Texas. I want a receiver in the first round. <laughs> 
Most of them have the Chiefs getting, drafting a receiver. Do you think the fact that... A lot that of them have been Keon Coleman lately. Because he was, he was mid-20s, and then all of a sudden he jumped up, and he's top 15, and all of a sudden he's back at the end of the first round again, which is good for the Chiefs. Yeah. But I'm 100-100% on getting a receiver in the first round. Do you think because of the... Texas relationship for Rice and Mahomes because there was that, that when, when uh, that big game happened with Cincinnati. It's it was a kindred like, Texas spirit, right? And you've got Xavier Worthy from Texas that potentially plays into it. Ed Mitchell, Texas. I just, I think, I think the thing is, like, I, like I said, I don't know. It, it, there's, there's a part of me that kind of gets concerned about another receiver so, so quickly. As, Finding your number one, number two receiver in the draft. You know what I mean? Like, like. But there's no reason you can't. I mean, you look I mean, at, I mean you look for God's sakes, look at our defensive backs. They're all first and second well, year guys. Well, I guess they're now second year guys, but. Like just having a Justin Jefferson. And I, I get it. People say, well, it's, it's tough to get a Justin Jefferson. Is it? Justin Jefferson was number two receiver at LSU behind Jamar Chase. And again, right. Jamar Chase went number five. Overall, Justin Jefferson was obtainable. He was picked twenty second. But but is there is there is there a, a world where because we are back to back champs that you you maybe find a guy towards the the sunset of his career that well again I'm not going OBJ. I think you need that. I, I know. Need that. I know. I think they need that, and they need somebody in the draft. Okay, so you're saying so I'm okay with veteran receiver. You know, I, I'm okay. So I'm okay with that. We're 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 all Tony's gone, right? Like they're not. There's no. There's no rehab in that 100% relationship. He's gone. Okay. In my mind, Sky Moore. I don't see how he comes back. Sky Moore. I think Sky Moore is still here to try to uh, just I, I, I special think he's teams. Here. I think he's still here. Uh, MVS. I think he's gone. Justin Watson. Maybe. Maybe he's still here. Maybe just you know a veteran guy in those rounds. Won um, a ring with Brady. Won two with Mahomes. Who I mean, was who was the guy? But that, not 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 counted on. Yeah. Right. Who was but right. Tyler, uh, Tyler Boyd, like from, from, you know, Cincinnati. Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I like a Mike Evans or something like that, obviously, you know, cause he's, he's had a thousand yards every year. He's been in the NFL going right. back to 2014. That's impressive. I mean, he's had literally had a thousand yes. years. It's somebody you can depend on. Cause they need somebody to depend on. Right. Cause think about all these Cause games. I would say, think about it. It was, it's not, yes, they won the Super Bowl, but let's remember back to the season. Let's remember the frustration of drops sure. and drives ending because of drops and how much different the season would have been instead of winning games by three points or whatever they're winning by 14 mm-hmm. or 21, mm-hmm. and they're not having the letdown by by the receiver dropping. it. And again, I get it. They've won Super Bowls without him, but I, I always go back to Peyton Manning. It was Peyton, Manning. Peyton Manning was awesome. He, right. made, he made a game like Brandon Stokely good. 2004, Brandon Stokely had 1,000 yards with Reggie Wade and Marvin Harrison. Only NFL team that have three receivers get a thousand yards. So are we? But you know what? You need a Marvin Harrison and a Reggie Wayne. Are we? They're both Hall. Of, well, Reggie's not in the Hall of Fame yet. He will be. Marvin right. Harrison already is. But there's nothing wrong with Marino having Duper and Clayton. There's nothing wrong with Joe Montana having Jerry Rice. I mean, the bottom line is, it's okay to have a number one receiver. They make your quarterback's life easier. Are we in a place with the receiving core where we were defensively a few years ago? And I, I don't mean like at the tail end of Bob Sutton era, right? I mean, just in terms of like, okay, we got to do something with this defense and, and beef it up to make this team stronger. And there's so much focus on the defense that now it's like, okay, the primary focus. Because I don't, I don't know if – is CEH here, you think? No. But, okay. No. Here's the one thing, too, is with – because early on in the season, there was a lot of, like, angst towards Brett Veach and receivers, right? They, they let this team go in the season with that. I mean, there really was. Doing the post game here, I get all the reaction on the text line. I know we're the tenor of what people are saying. 
Right. But what I always remind them is this. Say what you want about the offense and the drops and the receivers, but they can't pay everybody in the NFL. Right. But then explain why the defense is good. Because how do you think those defensive players got here? The Magic Ferry? Right. No, Brett Veach drafted them. He right. did seven out of ten picks were on defense two years ago, five out of seven last year. They built this defense. Brett Veach built this defense, but not only that, then I started bringing up Rasheed Rice. Once he started getting better, I was like, hey, man. He drafted the number two receiver in the NFL out of all rookie receivers, Jordan Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, all of them. He was number two right. in receptions and yards, meaning they had one dart to throw. It was that Friday night of the draft where they drafted only offense, two picks. They picked uh, Rice and Juan E. Morris. Right. Just, that was their one receiver they took. You know, he worked out with Camp Pat and all that. Yeah. But he ends up number two in receptions and yards in the yeah. NFL for rookie wide receivers. That's pretty damn impressive because, again, Puka was number one, but Puka was the asterisk because every team in the NFL yeah. passed on him, including the Rams. He was the Rams' fourth pick in the fifth round, so I don't want to hear anything about how the Rams were good because they knew, no, if they knew Puka was good, he's not their fourth pick in the fifth round. So there's a lot. Uh, Mitchell out of Texas as well. That so far I've I've gone through a, a bunch of these mock drafts. Yeah, Ad Mitchell's on there a lot. Ad Mitchell, he's six four, dynamic. D. But the thing that concerns me is these teams they have two because a lot of teams have two receivers, like Texas Xavier Worthy and Ad Mitchell, right? Right. Washington three, Romo Dunze, Jalen Polk, Jalen McMillan. So they got three. So then you got to look back and say, okay, which corners are going against them? Right. Because a lot of teams don't have NFL corners, and if you do have an NFL corner, like if you're LSU. Playing Alabama, okay, Alabama's got two corners that'll be drafted, and Terry and Arnold and Kool-Aid McKintree say, all right, well, who's on Malik Neighbors? And then the, I like the other receiver at LSU a ton, probably more than anybody, Brian Thomas. Okay. And I like Malik Neighbors a lot, but I really like Brian Thomas. They had like so, 15 touchdowns this year. So at this point, you are pretty much set that the, the Chiefs' first-round draft pick will be – I'm 100% on receiver. A wide receiver. Would it would it shock you if it was something else? And what would that something else have to be to make you go? I can be talked into like I'm, a Tyler Guyton or something like I'm, that. The tackle from Oklahoma. I'm saying like you're like I'm shocked, but I'm not surprised if it, if there was somebody else other. If than it was a corner or safety. So defensive back. Yeah, that that would surprise. It you. would very, it would that surprise would me a lot. Shock and surprise you. It would shock and all. A, a running back would surprise me strongly as well. Yeah, especially in the first round. Yeah, I don't that see that. That probably surprised me most, to be honest with you. I don't think that's going to happen. It's not going to happen. Not with I'm Pacheco. Saying that and then and then if 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 CEH is gone, they're keeping uh, – uh, But if they get like a Tyler Guyton that fell down to them, because they love Oklahoma offensive linemen. They did with Orlando Brown. They did with Creed Humphrey. They did with Wandy Morris. They love Oklahoma offensive linemen. Okay. So I'd be surprised on a few positions, but running back would definitely be the, the top surprise. <laughs> you want to take Dan's call and see what's got sure, going on? Dan, what's going on this Friday night in the city, the big city? Hey, hey Bing, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Like I told you, I text line had a pretty good time at the Grand on the parade. Good, and, good. Yeah, then uh, I didn't. We didn't get to Union Station until about one ten, and we stayed for about uh, after it was over. I didn't know about till I called my uh, roommate, sub, uh, one of her bosses down there, uh, Peggy, and she told me what happened. I was like. So mad and frustrated about how hideous that could be, but I ain't gonna let that spoil us. You know, for the parade, right, you man. know, they're gonna pay for what they did, and uh, I think it's gonna make us even more stronger. Even when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl next year, we'll be back together. And uh, <laughs> I know one of the uh, people, uh, ladies that work at the volunteer at the Walmart's at the Legends. I told her yesterday about the eight hundred people. She joked and she said, "Day I'll make another eight hundred to put on the front front lawn, so next year, so next year it wouldn't happen again." So. Take care of yourself, Bink. All right, dude. 
Dan's uh, Dan's been a big fan for a long time. Yes, people I've, already I've, counting the, the the third serpent in a row. Here's the thing, though: if they don't do it, are you gonna be are you gonna be physically crushed if they don't? Or are you gonna be understanding? Because this year, people were not very understanding early on. I mean, it was. I mean, I get the fire Andy reads. I get you name it mm-hmm. on here. It, it, it's hilarious. You got some fire Andy. Oh yeah, every year. Did you get any uh, bench Mahomes? No, not that I, yet. I don't think we've gotten that far. Huh? I get a lot of criticism of it. Sure, sure. And I think that I think that he would tell you himself, like, yeah, no, he didn't play well it, at times, but there was there was a lot of frustration there, and then through the draft as, as well, and the, not having the receiving talent. But again, sometimes you got to talk to yourself. Okay, you can't have everything you want, but. This is a year, I think, in Detroit in the draft. Eventually, they got to get some pieces on offense because when they first took over, because I remember Brett Beach, we had interviewed him when he first took over. Right. I mean, this guy's done great things. I mean, Harrison Bucker, think about that. It was one of his first moves. Yeah, was he tra- was he was a practice was squad him guy. From Carolina. Yeah, I mean, just everything. Yeah. Even the Charvarius Ward trade that's turned into a really good corner in the uh, NFL. How got, great was he, that? He got him for Parker Anger. Yeah. You know, a trade flip with him, getting Orlando Brown from Baltimore plus pick fifty eight. Which turned into Nick Bolton. I mean, you got to do everything. You got to do the shrewd trades. You got to be able to sign players. You got to be able to draft players. And so far, he's been able to do it because going in last year, 21 of his last 22 draft picks before this year were all are still on the team. We're, we're still went, uh, went on to the team this year. 21 of the last 22. Mm-hmm. The only one that wasn't was Bo Pete. Sure. But that's impressive because that includes going through uh, COVID. Where everybody made mistakes. Let, let's go. Let's go back to the running back situation with Kansas City and Pacheco. Does he? Can he hit a thousand yards as a rusher? Oh, easily. Easily. He probably would have done it this year. But with, but the potential for injury with the way he runs, though. And he's not as big. I, th- as, I think he could. He's do not. It. He's not as. He's not as much of a stalwart as Derrick Henry. Well, it depends. You know what? They draft somebody in the later rounds, like seventh round, or get undrafted, and they, they spell them, which is fine. Get the production, spell them, but you can win that way. It's okay. fine. You need 1,000 yards to win. You what? You don't need 1,000 yards? He's several running backs. Right, but I've heard, I've heard, I think it was Fesco talking about how we, you almost had a receiver with 1,000 yards. You almost had a tight end with 1,000 yards. You almost had a running back with 1,000 yards. And the, and the impressive thing, too, is that, you know, Brett Beach called a shot. He goes, I think we can get a runner, running back in the seventh rounder and drafted, you know, get a thousand yards. Well, he basically did. Right. And he was very serviceable. And, he, you know, and they did this playoff run essentially without Jet McKinnon. They Does he come the back? Super, they hit him for the Super Bowl. No, I don't think so. They, they brought him back. Um, on a one-year contract. Not this year, but even last year, they brought him back on that one-year deal. Same thing with this year. And they got him in June of that year. He was with them the year before, but they brought him back last year. He was a big part of that 2022 team. I know. He had over 500 yards receiving. He had nine touchdowns after December. He I remember that. He was a that. huge part of that last run. But you don't think he's back? I don't think Jet's back. And CEH isn't back. I don't think CEH is back. So they'll have to get a running back somewhere. Drew Twinkle? I hope so. I hope so. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Willie Drew, Gay. We'll t- I don't think Willie Gay, but we'll talk about Drew Tranquil next. Man. Yeah. Jay Binkley, 610 Sports Radio. Nivens. Coming at you. Nivens. Boy. Nivens. <laughs> All right. No, the uh, there were some interesting things uh, said. I don't know if you heard, uh, if you saw any of the L.J. Sneed things. Um, 
The what? Legere Sneed when he was on oh, with uh, Kay uh, Adams. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 What, what does he need to come back? What would, you, what would you like to say as we wrap the show up here to Brett Veach? And I have a lot of love for your GM and what he's done building this dynasty. What would you like to say? Man, pay me. <laughs> pay me. Pay me. <laughs> That's what I got to say. Pay me. Okay. I mean, I don't even know. I think that we have to wrap it there. Pay the man. <laughs> it's going to be a good place to start. He goes on. You got to come back for the three-peat. I hope so. I hope I'm here. But, you know, you never know how it goes. And I hope I'm here. You know, I'm just playing it out. Just do what I do. Just play ball. And that's going to come wherever I'm at. And get my best. Well, you can't, LJ, you, you, can't, you can't let Chris Jones tell everybody that he's not going anywhere. And not tell everybody that you're not going anywhere. Are you coming back? I hope so. You know, I hope so. You know, they can't keep both of us. I don't think they got enough for both of us. But, you know, they're going to make it happen. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I, it was pretty country. I, I think you're, get, I think you're getting they, they have enough for both. I hope they have enough for both of us. Uh, I hope they do. I mean, it's, yes, you, you, that's, you, it's you, a pipe dream. You're getting dangerously close to, to, Aaron, to Aaron your laundry out. You know what I mean? Like, like I want him back. Like, if anybody, I want LG Sneed back with this. All team. right, so you have, a, you, have a, you have a choice, Jones or Sneed. I take Sneed because of his age. And okay. I, I just, he epitomizes what this defense is to me. I, I He shuts down number one receivers. And I like I like to have the confidence of going in when you're going and facing number one receiver. And you look at the end of the day when it's Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase, it doesn't yeah. matter who you're playing. Right. He goes and shuts them down. And not so, he bullies, him, bullies them around the uh, football field. Are we? And then Trent McDuffie comes in and does his deal. I mean, this team is very lucky with the corners it has. With McDuffie out there and Snead out there, you feel extreme confidence with that group. So is it a blessing and a curse that Karloftis scored 10 and a half sacks this season then? I think it's a blessing. It's a blessing because of the talent. I think he just keeps getting better. But better is it? But is it? A, is it a curse because of what it potentially does with the Jones situation? Yeah, but the thing about Jones that makes him so unique is playing on the inside and outside. Okay, it's like he's just a, a wrecking ball. It's like right. where is he going to be? But but with Snead and his but age. Do you, but do you think this is? Do you think this team can can retain both of them? It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to especially sprinkle around money in other places. Snead is somebody I'd make a priority. So you, so. When you're looking at guys you need to resign, Sneed's number one. It'd be cheaper too. Sneed's you can tag Sneed. Okay. You'd be paying a little more eight over eighteen. So with Chris Jones, you're paying at least thirty two million. So is Jones number two then to sign? Or is he number three? Yes, he's extremely important to this team. I mean, hundred percent he's important to this team. But LJ, when he when he shut down these receivers. But wasn't Tyreek Hill important to this team? hundred percent. You made a good point there. But Again, having defense and having a shutdown corner like that, irreplaceable. So Sneed's number one. Where does Tranquil sit on uh, on resigning? Tranquil's huge. I mean, that, I remember when it happened. I was like, man, under the radar, low key. This is like one of Brett Beach's best moves. He's that good. The way he covers, the way he, he can get to the quarterback. So even he, though that's not typically his, his, his assigned job, he does everything. The way he stepped in for Nick Bolton when he was hurt this year uh-huh. with the green dot. Tranquil was awesome. I mean, Tranquil was all over the place. This team needed Drew Tranquil. He wanted to come here, too. That was the cool thing about it. Right. He had other choices, but he wanted to come with the Chiefs, and it was just a one-year contract. But he wanted to come to the Kansas City Chiefs. That guy is a football player, man. And when they when they signed him uh, from the Chargers, because I remember how good he was out there, 
You yeah. know, this guy can go back to Notre Dame. I mean, he was that good of a player. But Drew Tranquil was huge for this football team and all the different roles that he that he played with this team. Not only that, the guy could get to the quarter. He says third and tackles and, uh, with this team. Reed led this team. Duck McDuffie was number two because right. McDuffie's been Lights amazing out. tackler yeah. from the secondary. And then Drew Tranquil was third. So he even has, has said him. He tweeted it out even before the season was over, which was I think a little again airing your air, airing your laundry, but. Uh, you you think he's gone? He thinks he's gone. Willie Gay? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, he mean he literally does. I mean, he did it twice so far. It's just it's just a matter of fact of what the team has. When you see, going, when, you can't keep you just can't keep everybody. You cannot keep everybody. Patriots did yeah. that too. When you I mean, see, Tyler, he when you ended see, up leaving. When you see a player do that, Edwin James left the Colts. They went with Joseph, Joseph Adai. I mean, they win a Super Bowl the mid the year they got rid of Adrian James. Right. So when you see a guy make that proclamation in the season and then pretty much what the, the day of the parade, day after the parade, if you're the team, aren't you just like, all right, well, okay, we can break up. You know what I mean? Like, like, like it's like you're in middle school and you hear from a friend that the girl you're seeing is, is not really into seeing you anymore. And finally, I think you, you can prove there's really one guy they need to keep and that's Mahomes. Sure. And obviously Kelsey and his importance is offense mm-hmm. as well, but Anyway, we'll discuss that. We'll wrap the show up with that when we come back. Happy Friday to everybody out there. Hope you have a good weekend. (sighs) Crazy week. Man. Binkley James producing. Jason Nivens. This last week has been the longest month of my life. It feels like a long week from the Super Bowl to the the announcement of the downtown stadium, the parade, the the shooting. Horrible tragedy that transpired. Horrible tragedy. Um, Nice weather to the snow. It's been a weird week. (laughs) Again, I said it. It's been the this last week has been the longest month of my life. It feels it feels like a long week. This is a a good weekend for I think people to kind of sit back, relax, chill out a little bit, decompress. You can have President's Day on Monday, and 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 and, and from what I understand, as I am not a NASCAR guy, but Daytona Five Hundred this weekend, it's not going to happen. It's going to get rained out. It's going to get pumped uh, probably Monday. So who's your favorite for the Five Hundred? The guy that drives the car. Logano's the favorite. Plus I don't. I don't. I'm not a. I'm, I'm not going Truex in this one. He's like plus two thousand. I'm not a. I'm not a NASCAR. I'm. I'm the only person on the Rock Air staff that's not into NASCAR. I'm just not. Even Johnny. Johnny loves it. Yeah, I thought he. Ryan loves it. Ryan does the announcements. Bob does. Bobsy. Oh yeah, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ryan does the announcements out there. So. It's just I never got into it. Oh, I know I like I, it. I've been out to it's it. Fun. I've been out to it a bunch of times. Oh, it's fun. Sure, going out to it's fun. Yeah, watch on TV. I think it's fun. I I it carries think, me to football season. I think post COVID and married with children, I just turned into this curmudgeon. And I think that once I get to be your age, I'll maybe come out of it. You know, but until then, <laughs> I'm just just sort of just I'm just a cantankerous old empty fart. Nester. I'm sorry. What's that? Empty nester. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm I don't have grandkids yet. Here's here's the thing. Might soon. Huh? I will be. I will be lucky if I'm able to reach awareness at Empty Nester because my son was born and I was 40. Then my daughter was born. I was 44. So by the time that my buddy told me when my daughter gets out of high school, I'll be collecting AARP retirement. I was like, hey, you no will. way. He's like, you'll be 62. I was like, you mother. Yeah, that's right. 
I, you just waited. You just took your time and waited a while. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm an old man. You took your time. I, I, uh, but you're getting your later, your mid ages like you are now. Man, I the old ages, and now you're doing father stuff too, like with young kids. You should have been doing when you're in your late 20s or 30s. No, there's no way in the world in and my late you're in your 20s. 40s on the cusp no, of 50s, still doing uh, changing diapers. There's, I am changing diapers still. Did you poop? And I say and you're things like 50. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I can tell you this much. There's no way in the world that that I would have been a good father in my 20s or even in my early 30s. Now, when I met my wife. You might have grown up fast. I would have. My, my my wife, when I met her, she obviously had a daughter, and so I have a stepdaughter who's 15, right? So that, that helped me a little bit kind of um, not be a complete and total jackass, but it definitely <laughs> took, you know, like time to work through my jackassery. I think I still am. I am definitely 100% still a jackass. I think me too. I just think I'm... I am lesser jackass than I used to be. Like, dude, I'm, I don't think I've grown up yet. How old do you think you, like, we know how old physically we are, but where do you suppose you're kind of locked at mentally? 24. 20, 24. I would say 24, <laughs> 25. Uh, Diego? Seamus? James? Mentally, I'm probably 24. Yes, how, how old do you think you are right now? Man, I, I feel like I'm 45. But... <laughs> That's, That's the wrong way. That's the wrong way. That's the wrong way, Seamus. Let me tell you something, pal. Uh, neither Bink or I are for. We remember our 45th birthday parties. Okay, buddy? So slow down. All right? Slow down in there. Your hat on sideways. Only one ear covered up with his headphones. Nice work by you tonight, James. Nice work. Thank you. Enjoyed Thank, it. Hey, you did a great hey, job. Hey, great job. Great bang, job by bang. you, Jason Nivens. Always fun to have you down here with us, gracing with your FM presence. This son of a bitch is like, I feel like I'm 45. And you and I are like, God damn it, we're 50. <laughs> anyway, good night. Try to have a good weekend. You'll have yeah. Dustman on Sunday, 9 to noon. Take care.